Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 1 from verse 26 to verse 31. St. Paul says, consider your vocation, consider your call. Not many of us, we were wise according to the standards of human existence. Not many of us, we were powerful. Not many of us, we are of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. And he chose the weak to shame the strong. And he chose the low to despise the world. Those are powerful words where Paul says, let us consider our own vocation. Let us consider our own calling. Let us consider our own lives. Let us go back to what the Lord has done in our own lives. And if we were to be honest with ourselves, and we soon realize that all that we are is a gift from God. We ourselves have come to appreciate that God is able to love us, that God is able to accept us, that God is able to mold us, to work with us and to do that which God wants. And sometimes I sit and I wonder and I ask myself, as probably some of you will do, what is it that God saw in, in us? What is it that God saw in me? What is it that God so in you. What is it that he, he looked into and he found? That the human heart or other human beings have failed to see or that we even ourselves have never seen. I'm always reminded that how, how God sees is different to how human heart sees. And so God is able to see in the midst of a mess. He's able to see in a midst of a disaster. He's able to see in a midst of a scandal. He's able to see in a midst of confusion. He's able to see us. He sees us for who we are. He sees us for who we are destined to be. St. Paul says to, to the church as he says it to us, he says, you need to consider your own vocation. You need to consider your own calling. Recently, I was uh, listening or reading uh, something which I think was quite absolutely powerful. It is a young woman who asked this young man, and she asked him, and she says, why do you love me? Give me a reason why you love me. And this young man looks at this beautiful woman and he says to her, I do not have a reason why I love you. And his arguments are quite profound. He says, if I had a reason why I love you, what will happen when those reasons stop to exist? Will I therefore stop to love you? He therefore says to her, I love you not because of many reasons, I love you because I just love you. And that's something for me that is heartwarming. That is something that is absolutely profound with God. That God loves us. He does not need reasons to love us. 
He doesn't love us because we will become the greatest men and greatest women. He doesn't love us because we are of noble birth. He doesn't love us because we are strong. He doesn't love us because we are eloquent. He loves us because at a particular time in history, he decided to love us into existence. He decided to love us and to be created in his own image and likeness. By the way, we are an extension of God's love. You are aware that before you were born, you've always existed in the mind of God. And God is love himself. So you are an extension not only of God's life and God's love. You are an existence or an extension of all that God has ever been and will ever be in life. So when God looks at us, it's like God looking into the mirror and he sees himself. And that at times can become a little bit disturbing for some of us and be like, no, how is that possible? That is impossible. How can God look at us and feel things like that? But the more reality is he looks at us because he looks at the mirror and he loves that which he sees because he knows who we are. And today he reminds us, he says, you must never, ever, ever find a reason to boast. You must never, ever find a reason to brag. Because I don't care about your, your wisdom. I don't care about your noble birth. I do not care about your weakness or your strength or your lowness. I don't care about all those things. All that I care about is that you are mine and that you belong to me. You belong to me just as I belong to you. That's what God is reminding of us today. The other reality that I also think is absolutely powerful and beautiful. It's how the Lord is able to choose the low, the weak, in order to do something with them. You know, I, I sometimes think that God goes to, to a scrapyard and he picks up a car that has been thrown away. Life has thrown us away in many ways and God picks that up and he says, there's still something absolutely beautiful. I recently read something absolutely powerful. It was a, a, a father who, who had this, one of the most beautiful ancient antique cars and he, his son had just finished high school and so he, he says to him, well, I've got this for you as a gift. But before I give it to you as a gift, would you take it for a run? And I want you to go to that uh, used cars shop and ask them to evaluate it for you. And so the young man goes there. And when he gets there, he says, can you give me an evaluation of this car? This is one of the oldest cars, by the way. They, you know, they're, they're one of collector's items. And when they looked at it, they said, wow, this, this car is, is, is used and it's, it's not in good condition. I will probably pay you $1,000 for it. And so he comes back and he tells his dad. And his dad says, well, okay, that's fine. Why don't you go down to, to the pawn shop just down the road? And he goes down, downtown and to the pawn shop. And the, the person looks at the car and says, well, uh, there's nothing much that I can pay you. Maybe I can pay you at least $100. And he goes back and, and he tells his dad and he says to him, well, they said they will pay us $100. And then the father says, well, uh, before we, we finish the day, why don't you take it just up the road 
you see there's that club there and they go to the club and and when he gets to the club and all these other men they go out and they look at this car and they brag about the car and they, they were all willing to to pay anything and the closest that that, he, that the one said he said well i'm willing to pay one hundred thousand dollars for this car and he went back and he says but dad when, when I went to the club, the, the, the men were willing to pay far more than the others. And, and they, they were willing to pay even $100,000. And his father looked at him and he said, son, that's the lesson about life. He said, you will go to some people and when you go to those people, they, 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 they will think you're worth $1,000. Others will think you're worth $100. But you mustn't worry about those because they know nothing about you. Just as the second-hand car or the used car and the porn cars, they know nothing about the value of those cars. Only when you went to the club, when those people looked at that car and they knew how much it worth. That's, that's how they knew. And so too in life, when people don't see your worth, when people don't celebrate your worth, when people don't see who God has been in you in your life, he says, don't worry about that. Just realize that you're in the wrong company. You're in the wrong company that doesn't value you. You're in the wrong company that doesn't appreciate you. You're in the wrong company that does not see your worth. Go to God. In God, you're worth more than $100,000. In God, you're worth more than anything that money can buy in the world. That's who we are in God. And St. Paul reminds us of that. He says we have no need to boast. We have no need to think we are far more better than anyone else. He says because we have the source of our lives in Christ. It is Christ who gives us life. It is Christ who gives us a purpose for our existence. It is Christ who gives us a reason why we continue to do that which we do. The only thing we can boast about is to boast about God. And how God has been wonderful in our lives. How God has been great in our lives. May the Queen Virgin Mother of God continue to pray with us and for us. May Almighty God bless us, protect us, guide us, lead us back to himself. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen.